Coming to you live from deep within inside the Wrestle House. My name is Carl Carafel, and this is another edition of Turnbuckle Talk here on lovewrestling.ca, as well as over on our Facebook page at TB Talk Pod that you can see up above there as well as the Love Wrestling Twitch page as well. Twitch.tv slash LoveWrestlingCA. That is where you go to find that. If you saw the graphic for this show, you know that we are talking all things Royal Rumble. As the graphic said, royally rumbled? That's the big question going out there right now is... Was this or was this not a good Royal Rumble? Ed Prize coming in there. It's Carl time. Turnbuckle talk time. Yes, it is. Things are a little bit different. A solo show now. Uh, later on, you'll see new commercial happening as well. Bobby, nice to see you. Thank you for coming in. Both of them over on the Love Wrestling YouTube page. You can go to YouTube and find them over there. Absolutely fantastic that we are able to be part of this platform. Let's get right into this. Royal Rumble. Royally rumbled i don't know about this one here there were some good things there were some bad things all around the pay-per-view sorry the premium live event was okay it wasn't the greatest royal rumble ever no pun intended from coining you know, WWE stuff there. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, I don't think the worst either. What is the worst? I don't know. But this wasn't too, too bad. Ed, we'll watch later. Gotta go take some notes, but have a great show. Thank you so much for that. Stick around after this program because at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you are going to get the double header from Love Wrestling with Power Out. And then following Power Out is going to be NXT. It's absolutely fantastic. Both those programs are amazing. You need to make sure you're sticking around after this at 10 p.m. I'm not going to go till 10 p.m. Guaranteed I won't. Guaranteed. Bobby saying, I was surprised that we didn't see Zaya Lee wrestling at the Women's Royal Rumble. I'm surprised by that as well, and we will definitely get into that here. Um, there were a few names in there that I was surprised weren't there. We're going to start off right with the very first matchup. And no, this first matchup was not on a pre-show because there was no matches surprisingly that happened on a pre-show at this Royal Rumble. I was, I was surprised by that. I thought for sure that they would have had something They had absolutely nothing, but trying to build each one of these matches up that were on this card. The road to WrestleMania has started and this is where it started. Started with the universal title. Roman Reigns, taking on Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns holding that championship at that time for 516 days. That is actually pretty incredible when you think about it. Um, I do understand the whole, you know, there's been a pandemic and all of this that's happening and going on, but still to be able to say that you've held a championship for 516 days is unreal. That's stuff that we heard of back in the 80s. 70s that isn't something that we've really heard of too much recently the match itself was actually really decent i was okay and happy with this matchup one of the best takeaways that i had from this here is that rollins came out in his shield gear and shield entrance that was absolutely fantastic couldn't have played a better story. Couldn't have played a better story with that. Dej Kirkby, 
What's going on, my friend? Good to see you. Thank you for coming by and checking this out once again. I really appreciate that. One of my newest subscribers over on my YouTube channel, Turnbuckle Studios. Thank you so much for that. This matchup had Seth taking an early domination over Roman Reigns, which, yes, I can kind of see and I can kind of understand, but at the same point, Roman Reigns has been this fighting champion for 516 days, has been decimating everybody. Seth Rollins comes in, and now Seth Rollins is dominating early on in this, but all it took was one punch from Roman Reigns, and down went Seth Rollins. The matchup really continued on nicely from there. There was a shield bomb to Roman on the outside on the announcer's table. Um, there was a, a what, what did I write there? A buckle bomb and a stomp. I actually wrote buckle bomb and stomp. Oh, my. It was absolutely great to see this matchup went fantastically as it should have. One of my takeaways from this matchup here is the WWE's production side of things. When they keep switching and flipping camera angles, when uh, kicks or a punch or, or anything is happening, for me, it really takes away. I absolutely hate that they do that, and I don't think that they should. Bobby hopping in here saying, who is next? to challenge for Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber. You see, I think it's not going to be anybody. I think that Roman Reigns is going to have the Elimination Chamber off so that we can set up for future stuff. We're going to see Roman Reigns in some capacity at Elimination Chamber, I believe, that's happening over in Jeddah, um, Jeddah Saudi Arabia. But I don't, I don't know necessarily that we're going to get another challenger for him just yet. Bobby, what do you think? Do you do you, who do you think is going to be a the next challenger at the royal or at the elimination chamber? Sorry, for Roman Reigns. This was just a great match. Chair shot. Chair shots. Chair shots. They were fantastic fantastic pedigree to counter the spear <laughs> like what is going on there and then roman reigns gets a disqualification for using a guillotine joke and holding it on so therefore we have the winner being seth rollins but still the champion roman reigns it was very interesting uh, the way that they did that. Uh, but yes, I mean, it kind of, it really set things up. I believe it, it did. 14 minutes and 25 seconds is what we got of that. This entire show went four hours. I was absolutely blown away that we were actually getting a show that was four hours long out of the WWE, who historically as of late have only been giving us two and a half maybe three hour premiere live events. This went four hours. I was actually happy with that. Next up after this matchup, we had the 30 woman Royal rumble for a women's championship match at WrestleMania 38. This matchup went 59 minutes and 40 seconds. The competitors in this matchup, and I'm going to leave the winner for last. The competitors in this matchup were, and this is their entrance. I'm going to skip over the winner. Number one, Sasha Banks. Number two, Melina. Then Tamina, Kelly Kelly, Aaliyah, Liv Morgan, Queen Zelina, Bianca Belair, Dana Brooke, Michelle McCool coming in at number 10, Sonia Deville at 11, then Natalia, Cameron, Naomi, Carmella, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte Flair, Ivory. Yes, yes, right to censors. Ivory was there for 25 seconds. Brie Bella, Mickey James. Yes, Mickey James, the Impact Women's 
knockouts champion was there with a really good showing at 11 minutes and 40 seconds. Alicia Fox, Nikki Ash, ASH, Summer Ray, Nikki Bella, Sarah Logan, Lita, Molly Holly, or Mighty Molly. At number 29 was Shotzi. Number 30 was Shayna Baszler. And the winner coming in at number 28, Ronda Rousey. So a returning Ronda Rousey winning the Royal Rumble on the women's side. Bobby answering my question from earlier says maybe Drew McIntyre could be the next challenge for Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber. I think that that's a good pick, but I don't want to see that because I actually want to see Drew McIntyre maybe involved in a little bit more of a uh, story for a championship as opposed to just simply a transitional worker right now because unfortunately that's all that he's going to be. I don't think Roman Reigns is losing that championship. He's going into WrestleMania with that title. The Women's Royal Rumble match was actually really well done. I was so pleasantly surprised with absolutely everything that there was. Sarah Logan coming back had probably one of the biggest pops that I have heard for a woman's return in a very, very long time. And woman's return for somebody who is still like an active competitor, not a legend or not a free agent, anything like that. But somebody who is still on the payroll coming back. Huge pop for her. Mickey James was able to use her hardcore country entrance music, her impact uh, wear, which she wears in Impact Wrestling, the Impact Knockouts Championship around her waist, as well as Impact Knockouts Champion graphic underneath her name as she came out. That was fantastic. WWE doing well by Mickey James, I feel. Bobby hopping in here saying he would like to see more of Summer Ray on the WWE television and programming. Um, I would be okay with that. It would be another, I mean, I've seen a lot of Summer Ray over my period of watching professional wrestling. I think that it would be a nice fresh face. It definitely would be, which would be really cool. Supersonic 1991. I am doing well, and I hope you are too. We're talking some WWE Royal Rumble. Three days removed from it, but that's what we're talking. So this matchup was was so well done and telling stories again. Liv Morgan looking really, really strong. Uh Sasha Banks coming out with the Sailor Moon outfit on her. I liked that. It was great. Her new music, I'm not maybe so much a fan of. Melina still looking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Sonia Deville. Dastardly Sonia Deville. Pulling Naomi out and eliminating Naomi. Pure classic. An absolute amazing move. We are now going to see, I'm sure at some point, we are going to see Sonia Deville taking on Naomi, and I will be happy with that. Supersonic coming in here saying, the woman's rumble is a total madness, and the lack of Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and Bailey made the match less fun i wouldn't say that it was total madness i would say that it was done well i think it was done a lot better than the men's rumble um i wasn't displeased i guess you could say with the women's royal rumble Bobby coming in here as well, just like you, Supersonic, saying that uh, Bobby was surprised that we didn't see Bailey, Alexa Bliss, Lacey Evans even, 
wrestling at the women's Royal rumble. Those are all names that I was looking forward to seeing as well. Um, Oscar, not so much. I've never really been a fan of Oscar. She's great in the ring. Don't get me wrong. Just certain things that I don't like about her and her, her character. Alexa bliss is 100% right now. My favorite women's wrestler that is active. I don't know if I can really say that though, because Lita has been my all time favorite. And it seems like she's going to be a little more active as well. Lacey Evans would have been an amazing one to come out as well, but I don't know how she is and how she's feeling after the baby. And if there's, you know, maybe some complications that had happened, no clue about that at all. And Bailey seriously, where was Bailey? Is she still nursing an injury? I don't know. Bobby, this is a really good question from Bobby here saying, what happened with NXT wrestlers showing up at the Royal Rumble? I think I may be able to kind of answer that for you. The WWE, as you know, has taken NXT and made it NXT 2.0. So now they're really trying to just home grow their own superstars. NXT 2.0 hasn't been around a long time as of yet. So to kind of take somebody from there and bring them up for the Royal Rumble might not be such a good move right now. I was talking with uh, with a friend over at Love Wrestling after we did another show. While we were talking, we said that uh, our I said that I think that the NXT stars should have been used on the pre-show. That would have been a fantastic way for you not only to give us a, a little bit of a taste of professional wrestling on the pre-show, the one that's free for everyone, as well as showcase NXT 2.0. You want more people to go and watch your show? You have a free opportunity right here because you know that the majority of your watchers are watching the Royal Rumble still one of the big four premier live events that you have every year. So why would you not showcase some NXT stars over there to draw these people who, who are not watching NXT, but are watching your, your Raw and SmackDowns over to NXT? That, I think, was a really big uh, error on their part. Supersonic coming in here saying, let me guess, Asuka needs a character change. That's okay. I think a character change for Asuka is definitely needed after being out due to an injury. I have no issues with her character. I, I Like I said, her work inside of the ring is fantastic. I have watched Asuka for a very long time, even before her WWE days. I just don't like how... How should I say this? Um, she seems very over the top. She's very extravagant. The whole dancing and waving her arms and moving around and all of this, it just doesn't work with me. I take nothing away from what can she, she can do inside of that professional wrestling ring. Just that aspect of her character tunes me out. When she's coming down to the ring, I'll walk away. I'll come back when she's inside of the ring. When she starts doing her wavy, inflatable, flailing arm tube girl stuff again inside the ring during a matchup, I'll just simply turn my head and then look back a few moments later. So, yeah, that's that's my thing with Asuka. And that's that's always been always no matter where she has been bobby saying i was surprised that we didn't see dakota kai and io shirai wrestling at the women's royal rumble i'm i'm surprised by that as well i will definitely be uh be honest with you there another name Kyrie sane i was very much surprised that she she wasn't involved in it either she was one of the uh, names that i had as like a surprise to be in there um i thought that 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 would have been a fantastic opportunity as well. I mean, Kyrie Sane is an absolutely fantastic worker. 
I would have loved to have seen that, but we didn't, unfortunately. Instead, we got Shayna Baszler coming back, Ronda Rousey, and uh, a few other little th- surprises, like some uh, some Hall of Famers, some free agents, stuff like that, like Summer Rae, like Alicia Fox, um, Sarah Logan, um, you know, good things. They definitely were good things. I I enjoyed. I enjoyed this Women's Royal Rumble. Mind you, there haven't been too, too many of them. So it's hard to really make a huge determination right now. But this, for me, was a good Women's Royal Rumble. Ronda Rousey, like we said, taking and winning that one. This next matchup here, I really don't have a lot of written down or even a lot to say about this matchup except that Dewdrop looked great and that Becky Lynch really knows how to work with probably just about anyone. This was a singles matchup for the WWE Raw Women's Championship that went 13 minutes. Becky Lynch, the champion, defeating Dewdrop by pinfall I I was okay with this matchup. This was great. I mean, she she performed the manhandle slam from the top rope on Dewdrop to retain the title. Like that's that's an amazing feat. 100% considering the size of Dewdrop. Dewdrop is a bigger girl. And for Becky Lynch to be able to maneuver in the way that she did to be able to win this matchup was great. The only issue that we that I think that I have with this entire thing is that they really didn't do do drop very well. And what do I mean by that? I mean that they really should have had do drop looking a little stronger inside of this matchup based on the build up towards this match. Dewdrop should have been going out there and absolutely destroying everybody to make her way to Becky Lynch. Instead, we just saw her kind of ho-humming and, uh, you know, maybe taking on a, you know, a nobody, a jobber, and uh, winning matches that way. Bobby, I'm going to get that comment up here. I was happy to see Cameron back at the WWE as well. I was happy with that too. And I'm happy that they uh, announced her as former Funkadactyl member that I was happy with. And I was very impressed that they did that. So happy that they did that. And I think one of the other biggest things that took away from this 13 minute matchup between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop is that after the Women's Royal Rumble, the classic sign point happened. I'm going to point to the Turnbuckle Talk logo over there. The classic sign point happened, and some pyrotechnics went off after Ronda Rousey won the matchup, and the sign actually caught on fire. So people's attention was drawn over towards the sign and underneath it because people were being evacuated out of that area. There were crews that were in there trying to extinguish this fire. Was it huge? No. Was it causing damage? Yes, it was. So unfortunately, that as well took away from this matchup that was happening inside of the ring not only from the fans that were there in attendance, but even from myself as well, watching it at home because I was trying to figure out what the hell is all of these people looking at? Thankfully, another member of the Love Wrestling crew knew the answer. And uh, as we were in a chat, she told me that it was on fire. Absolutely crazy. We're going to get to this one here next, Bobby, because I do definitely want to talk about this. I am looking forward to this as well. And this is why I said I don't know if I can classify Alexa Bliss right now as my top of the top, because we're going to be getting 
Becky Lynch versus Lita at the Elimination Chamber. My God, my mind is blown. I So, three nights ago, after I saw Lita back inside the ring at the Royal Rumble, I tweeted out, we need more Amy Dumas, her real name, we need more Lita on my television screen. Whoever saw that, thank you, because somebody listened. And that's exactly what we are getting. At the Elimination Chamber, in a little less than three weeks' time, we are going to be seeing Becky Lynch versus Lita. I'm stoked for that. I definitely am. I mean, Lita is absolutely 100% unequivocally the top of the top in my books when it comes to women's professional wrestlers. That's going to be fantastic. I can't wait for that either. We're going to move on to the fourth matchup here. This fourth matchup is another championship matchup. This one here, we're looking at Bobby Lashley with MVP taking on Brock Lesnar, the WWE champion. This was a singles matchup for the WWE championship that surprisingly only lasted 10 minutes and 15 seconds. It honestly felt a lot longer than that, but it only lasted 10 minutes. Supersonic 1991 says, The WrestleMania 38 sign was on fire, and yikes. What were people on the on the technicians are thinking? Or what were people on the technicians thinking? No, no, definitely. But that's something that they have definitely done before. So I don't know what happened with this. Something screwy happened and uh, it started melting. Uh, the, the sign on the back of it. Uh, there's video going around uh, from our friend Sean Ross Sapp over at Fightful. Uh, he has over on his Twitter and you could see that there was fire coming out of there as it was melting. Bobby coming in saying, I would like to see more of Sarah Logan. I agree with that. I definitely want to see more Sarah Logan as well. This here, Lesnar versus Lashley. A video package was shown first, which I think was absolutely fantastic. The video package, whoever did that, A1, top of class, I was very much enthralled with the video package that they had for this matchup. It was great. So much happened in this matchup in just 10 minutes time. It's hard to even comprehend everything and remember everything that happened because I mean, it's just, it, it was crazy. Brock Lesnar accompanied by Paul Heyman defended the championship against Lashley. Lashley, uh, Lesnar and Lashley performed German suplexes on each other. Lashley delivered two spears on Lesnar. Uh, Lashley attempted to perform a spear to the barricade, just like he did at day one. Lesnar moves out of the way. Lesnar crashes through the barricade. Lesnar again then performs more German suplexes when they're back in the ring. Lashley applied the hurt lock. Lesnar tried to free himself by pushing Lashley into a turnbuckle, uh, inadvertently incapacitating the referee, so to speak. The referee starts to come to Lesnar is performing an F5 on Lashley, which hits the referee and the referee is out again. In the end, of all of this, Roman Reigns comes down, enters the ring, hits a spear on Lesnar. Reigns then signals over to Paul Heyman for the championship, which Heyman hands him the championship. He hits Lesnar with it over the head. Another referee comes running down to the ring, makes the pin Lashley over Lesnar to win the title for a second time. And we've just seen Paul Heyman double cross <laughs> Brock Lesnar. I can't believe I, I, 
I can't believe I, I, I'm even saying that. Never, never, never would I have thought. Unbelievable. But it happened. All in all, it was a good matchup. It definitely was. I had even written down on my notes here, Roman hits Lesnar and Lashley gets the pin, Boo earns. And then I wrote set up for Lesnar versus Reigns possibly at some point. And then underneath that, I even wrote Lesnar to win the Rumble now, question mark. Which we'll talk about that very shortly. Uh, we will definitely talk about that and see who wins the men's Royal Rumble. But right now we're 32 minutes into this program. We're going to take just a short little break here. And we're going to hear from a couple of our sponsors. So stick with me here. We're going to be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4. Point oh. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code LOVEWRESTLING at manscaped.com. That's right. Thank you so much for coming back here with us. My name is Carl Carafel. This program is called Turnbuckle Talk. And this week we are talking Royally Rumbled. You just heard a little bit from our sponsors there. Collarandelbowbrand.com. Yes, founded by former professional wrestler Al Snow. There is a promo code T or JK Podcast is the promo code JK Podcast. At the checkout is going to get you 10% off your entire order over at collarandelbowbrand.com. And of course, Manscaped, you heard from them as well. Absolutely fantastic product over there. I am loving everything about the Lawnmower 4.0. And you can use promo code LOVEWRESTLING and get yourself 20% off plus free worldwide shipping absolutely amazing bobby coming back from the break here we're going to get to this question here bobby's asking who is the next to challenge for carmella and queen zelina they hold the women's tag team championships and then gives his thoughts on this and i i kind of agree with this bobby saying that he would like to see the bella twins versus carmella and zelina I do think that that is something that we are going to get at WrestleMania. Definitely, I think that that's exactly what we're going to get. Um, when is it going to happen? Like, how's the buildup going to happen? I don't know. We're going to have to just continue to watch programming. Something might happen at, inside uh, uh, Saudi Arabia over at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Who knows? Who knows? We only got two matches left to talk about from this pay-per-view here. The next one up is the men's Royal Rumble matchup. This one here, I was very so-so about 
As before, I'm going to go through the entrance and when they came in. Starting with number one, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Austin Theory, Robert Roode, Ridge Holland, who? Montez Ford, Damian Priest, Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. That's right. From Jackass fame, Johnny Knoxville. Yes. Angelo Dawkins, Omos, Ricochet, Chad Gable, Dominic Mysterio. At number 15, Happy Corbin, then Dolph Ziggler, Sheamus, Rick Boogs, Madcap Moss, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, Rey Mysterio at number 23, Kofi Kingston, Otis, Big E, Bad Bunny, Shane McMahon, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. If you don't know by now, the winner of the Men's Royal Rumble ended up being, just as I had suspected, Brock Lesnar. Now, was this a good move? I don't know. Storyline-wise, yes, this makes absolute total sense for the way that everything has happened from the matchup earlier in the night to now Brock Lesnar coming in at number 30 and winning the Royal Rumble, which means that he will have the choice of who he wants to face at WrestleMania. And that is why I say I don't believe that we are going to get an actual challenger for Roman Reigns until WrestleMania when we see Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I had suspected that AJ Styles was going to win this. The reason why is because he was entrant number one. When he was up at the top of the ramp, he did that classic Shawn Michaels pose with the one leg out and the arms flexing. I thought for sure that he was going to win it. And then this was a nice little homage to Shawn Michaels. That did not happen. Omos during this matchup had a really wicked slap to Ricochet that sounded like a steel chair hitting metal. That was scary. Dolph Ziggler. This was his 15th Royal Rumble. Congratulations to Dolph Ziggler. That is a huge, huge accomplishment. Something that I didn't realize from this. Rick Boogs is a freaking powerhouse. That guy won me over as a fan of Rick Boogs after watching what he did in the Royal Rumble. I want to see more Rick Boogs now. It was very interesting, I thought, that they let Madcap Moss, a guy who is, as of right now, just simply a mid-carder, eliminated AJ Styles. I thought that that was interesting. Otis is a damn powerhouse, and I have loved Otis since he has come into the WWE. Absolutely amazing. Bad Bunny actually looking very strong in this matchup. An amazing Canadian destroyer that happened, and he made it look good while still being safe. And it's interesting that Bad Bunny eliminates Sheamus out of this matchup. So all of these little interesting things are these maybe new storylines that we're going to see. Is this maybe something that they're going to start building for? I don't know. The biggest thing of the night that was unfortunate, but yet a real downer, was Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston... As always, as everybody knows, Kofi Kingston and the Royal Rumble are synonymous with him getting thrown out and his feet not touching the ground several times. The same thing attempted to happen three nights ago, but unfortunately it did not work out as he would have hoped. 
as he was thrown out of the ring, he went to go grab the barricade. And unfortunately, both feet actually touched the ground and he was eliminated pretty quickly out of the matchup. Um, thrown over the top rope by Kevin Owens in 21 seconds. So I'm sure that we were supposed to get a lot more from Kofi Kingston. Unfortunately, we didn't, which it happens. It definitely does. It happens. I get it. I get it. Now I'm talking the men's Royal Rumble right now just because this next matchup, which was not the main event of the evening. The main event of the evening was the Royal Rumble. But I really enjoyed this last match that we're going to talk about this week. And that was the It Couple versus the Grit Couple. Bobby, I, I share your sentiments on this as well. Bobby says that uh, he was surprised that we didn't see Finn Balor, Shelton Benjamin, Cesaro, or Cedric Alexander in the Royal Rumble. I'm surprised as well. The biggest names out of there that I'm surprised about is Finn Balor and Cesaro. 100%. I don't know why. Will we get answers to that? Maybe. Maybe. I have absolutely no clue. But we might. Edge and Beth Phoenix. The Grit Couple. Took on The Miz. And his wife, Maris, in a mixed tag team matchup. Good back and forth matchup. Good classic heel stuff going on inside this matchup. Good of Maris to be able to showcase a little bit of what she can actually do, which is wrestle. She can. I know most people think that she can't, but I'm telling you, she can. And I just wish that it would have been nice to allow that a little bit further. Bobby asking, who's next to wrestle against Edge and Beth Phoenix? I don't think we're going to see anybody next to wrestle against a tag team of Edge and Beth Phoenix. I think that that is either going to be done or we may see this feud with The Miz and Maurice continue on a little bit further. The WWE really hasn't seemed to be too open to mixed tag team matches. This opportunity pre presented itself, and I think that it was a perfect opportunity for this to happen. And I actually want to see this continue on a little bit further and maybe see something at WrestleMania involving these two. Maybe. Maybe. Maurice doing the classic heel stuff, hit Beth Phoenix from behind with her purse. Which, we have no clue what was in the purse. But, hit her with a purse for a near fall pin. She also managed to perform a Huracarana on edge from the top rope. Miz performed the skull-crushing finale on edge for a near fall pin didn't get it in the end of everything edge and beth phoenix performed a double spear on the miz and maurice and a pair of glam slams on miz and maurice as well to win this matchup i was happy with it i was definitely happy all of my notes Great. Both entrances, straight fire. I loved both of their entrances. They were absolutely fantastic. I loved them. Beth Phoenix had a great look to her. Everything looked fantastic. At first, I had thought it looked a kind of Bull Nakano-ish. And then after seeing some Twitter posts seeing that, yes, it was a little bit more Luna Vachon, and I think that it was definitely pulled off very nicely. It was great. The hair, the makeup, 
everything straight on point. There was a good rotation that happened with Beth Phoenix and Maris inside of that ring. Good little back and forth rotation leading up to a double down that happened inside of the ring. Great work from both of them in that. Beth hit a power bomb on the Miz. That's right. Beth Phoenix power bombing the Miz. That was great. I loved seeing that. Maris as well, like I said earlier, with the Huracarana. Double Spears. Double Glam Slam. This matchup was just full of entertainment. And I was happy with it. I was definitely happy to be entertained. All in all, with as much negativity as people are throwing around out there for this pay-per-view, sorry, premier live events, that's going to take some getting used to, but I, at some point I'll get it down. I would give this premier live event like a six out of 10. And I know maybe that seems a little bit low for some, and it may seem a little bit high for others, but for myself, that's where it is. I was okay with it. Bobby coming in here. I, I like this one here. He says that I, he'd like to see a singles matchup between Edge and AJ Styles. That is fantastic. I would definitely love to see that. And then adding in there, Beth Phoenix versus Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is an absolute titan. She definitely is. And I think that it is fantastic that they have showcased her the way that they have uh, and continue to showcase her. I think that it's beautiful. And I would like to see that too. Beth Phoenix versus Bianca Belair. Give me a story though. I don't want this just to be thrown together. I want an actual good story to come out of this. And Edge versus AJ Styles. That just has classic written all over it. That would be great. I want to hear from all of you. All of you that are re-watching this. All of you that are listening to this over on any of the podcasting platforms that are out there. I want to know your take on the Royal Rumble. Were you royally rumbled or were you royally rumbled? Yeah. Give me your take because I want to hear from you. How can I hear from you? Easy. Send me a message over on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at TB Talk Pod. That's where you're going to find the show's social medias. Or you can send me a message over on my personal Twitter page at K Carafel. As you can see down below, I'll spell it out for those that are just listening. The letter K and then the letter K again. A R U F E L K Carafel. Bobby, yeah, I agree. Six out of ten. Definitely six out of ten. Chris, how do I message you? That's how you message me. Message me over on Twitter at K Carafel or Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, the show's social medias at TB Talk Pod. And Chris, you know my number. We're tight. You know how to get a hold of me. Just not while I'm broadcasting live. Been absolutely fantastic. Please, everybody, send me what you thought on the Royal Rumble, because I definitely want to hear it. And yes, I know that this is a little bit different from the norm and from what everybody is used to coming from Turnbuckle Talk as a solo person broadcast, but I thank each and every one of you without all of you fans and supporters. None of this happens. I'm so happy that all of you continue to support me in everything that I'm doing here. 
I do need to bring up some other supports here, though, as well. We did talk about collar and elbow brand as well as we talked about Manscaped, but I need to talk about Phoenix over at fnxfit.com. Go over to their website if you're looking for health supplements or some workout gear and use the promo code TBTALKPOD and you're going to get 15% off your entire purchase. Our friends over at StreamYard have continued to do amazing things and keep upgrading this video platform for us to bring you the best live content. We couldn't be happier than we are right now with StreamYard. They've been fantastic. And this program, Turnbuckle Talk, another program, Turnbuckle Rewind, can all be seen at lovewrestling.ca. So thankful and happy to for to given to Spencer over at lovewrestling.ca for asking that Turnbuckle Rewind be done and for bringing Turnbuckle Talk over to this platform as well over at Love Wrestling. For Turnbuckle Talk, for Turnbuckle Rewind, when we can put them out for Carl Carafel unboxes, and maybe even some Turnbuckle Talk exclusives, go and subscribe to Turnbuckle Studios over on YouTube. Great stuff happening over there as well, and I would love to grab some more followers over there if you please. So again, thank you so much to everyone for coming in, giving out all of your information, and just uh, supporting me as we go through here. My name is Carl Carafel. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you all on the next one.